Hey, you are listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Matt Tack, and tonight I am pleased to welcome into the studio Cancion and the Family Band. Yes. Hey, hey. great to be here. Being joined here by Teddy, Cancion, and Medley, we are going to be shooting the shit about their new music, their residency. We'll be talking about uh, pros and cons about what's going on with that, and we're going to be playing a whole bunch of other new music from other bands. So I've seen this band twice, and I can say this with these guys here. Uh, They were great both times. First time, I had absolutely no clue who the heck they were, and they were awesome. And it was like, holy shit, that was the show at Arlene's Groceries for the Dr. King uh, album release show. Um, And then uh, I saw them on the first night. Was September the first night of your residency? That was was the first official night of the residency. Okay. Um, At the 11th Street Bar in the Lower East Side. No, that's not the Lower East Side. East Village. East Village. People who do their neighborhoods in New York City would get upset with me, wouldn't they? (laughs) Calm down. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so this this will probably just be the first warning. I'll give you a couple other warnings uh, for people listening. That the place was jammed. Um, people looked like they were having a, a ton of fun. The band looked like they were having a ton of fun. Um, so we'll give you those other dates in a bit, but I suggest that you try and get out there early. The bar's very cool. Lots of good beer yeah, on tap. Yeah, yeah. Great place and, to drink. <laughs> sure. Is there a bad place to drink? <laughs> They're not all <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, so, and, and you'll enjoy yourself. So we opened with the band song Back to Texas, which was released in 2017. Uh, the album, the album True as Time Allows. We followed it with somebody who we all saw for our first time at that Dr. King album release show, which was Voke, who were from Nashville. Uh, their song Hats and Boots. They are going to be back in town on Friday, October 4th at the Groove. Um, none of us have been there, right? I've been to the Groove. Okay. A couple times. Yeah. I walked by. Yeah. Go through. There's always good music there. That's for sure. Okay. And, and I, th- I think we all thought, uh, Vogue when they played were tons of fun. Yeah. They're awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were yeah. Great. yeah. Okay. Nice people too. Yeah. I, I still got to buy their t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I made a promise and I haven't followed through with it. So, um, the residency at 11th Street Bar. Oh, yeah. I, explain to people for those, those people listening. What exactly goes into a residency just to start with? Well, residency is just a consistent gig, I guess. Um, So we are doing every second Tuesday of the month, once a month. Some residencies can be once a week, you know, Um, but for the most part, it's like just a consistent gig at any venue, I guess, is what I understand it to be. Okay. Yep. Um, Pros and cons? They're doing a residency? Well, I would say that the pro is that you can build momentum mm-hmm. and people know consistently, okay, they're going to be there on this date ahead of time. But it can be a lot of work to make it worth it. It's right. very easy to take a residency and kind of oversaturate the playing field, I would say. So you have to be careful. That's why we're doing it once a month because we don't want to do it every week and have People get tired of us. We kind of want it to be like a special event. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Now, now I, I think the interesting thing um, for people who haven't seen the band live, maybe you've just uh, listened to them on Spotify 
uh, or listen to them on, on Bandcamp, is that you guys played two type of separate environments from when I saw you at Arlene's and at 11th Street, mm-hmm. um, and sort of two separate audiences, I, mu- I might say, because the people uh, like myself who are coming out for the Dr. King album release show wanted some rock and roll. And, and you guys, you, got it. <laughs> you guys like <laughs> tore into it that night. Like that, that's one of the things I, I, I just remember. Like if, if there were rock and roll God pictures, Kenzion, you were like poses, you were like flipping through the book and like, I got to get this pose in. I got to get this pose in. Like, I'm just, I'm just tearing after it. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a slight exaggeration. No, I think, I think you're definitely speaking to something that we all think about depending on where we're playing. And we knew we were playing at Arlene's that night and that that's a venue where you can turn up mm-hmm. and the sound people there are great. And it's, it might be one of my favorite stages. I don't know what you guys think. I think about it's, yeah, there. as far as like being able to rock out at a venue, it's never questioned at Arlene's. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, it's a no holds barred. Yeah. And like air it all out. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's and, a great place. And then seeing you at, at 11th street, you guys were, for me, as equally intense, but in a different direction with that intensity. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not 100% familiar with all the songs, so I'm not sure I you know, can't sort of track what you were playing you know, two weeks ago with what you were playing in May. I can't sort of remember that. Um, but there was a lot of, there was the same amount of passion in terms of what was going on. And the crowd, the people who were there, even though people are sitting down, are, were enjoying it just as much well that's great to hear man thank yeah. you well, yeah that's what we're striving to do there it's a different atmosphere you know there's a little bit you know you have to play a little bit more disciplined and um but we we enjoy it just as much because it cultivates a different sort of um approach to the same music you know yeah now two sets as well right yeah yes yeah. absolutely and and that i think uh, as a as an artist is a really great challenge too for sure it's nice to have the space it really is and we we play lots of different styles of music really you know, americana is an umbrella term that means so many different things it could be anything from country to like super driving blues rock sure i, I want to talk about that yeah. later yeah so with the two sets it's really fun to kind of construct a show that is going to be interesting the whole time but is going to kind of be a living and breathing thing. Now, now, so what do you say to those people who came out on the 10th who are like, we really enjoyed that, but I don't want to go hear the same things, same setup again. That, that's never, another one of the... See, one of the great things that I like about this band in particular is that like we work really efficiently, right? And like I studied music, and I, like, I really believe that music is just like an organization of sound. You know, so we understand our music. We took the time to understand our music. So like you're going to hear the same songs, you know, like you can pretty much be sure that he's going to sing the same lyrics. (laughs) You know, you're going to hear the same progressions, but it definitely won't be the same. You never hear the same show. You know, like it's never the same. And we never recycle a set list either. Yeah. Cool. Try and, and, you know, we almost never even write one, honestly. (laughs) Really? That's facts. We do. That's facts. We do. Whether we, we, do, stick, we very stick to it, it was very rare that we stick to it yeah. because it's very hard to know. Sometimes 
it just seems like the more singer songwriter type stuff is the stuff that's hitting. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, like you were saying, it's like all about rocking out and yeah. you never know. Sometimes the audience does not respond well to really high intensity, especially at first. Yeah. True. So sometimes we ease into it a little bit more, I would say, and kind of try to build the set. So it, it kind of has a crescendo later on. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I, I think the fun part of you guys doing the residency with, with two sets is, you know, from a fan's perspective that, you know, there's that opportunity, like, I don't know, are you, will you guys like rearrange a song? Will you cover your own song and present it in a different, in a different manner? And, and, and I think, you know, Medley, you're, I, I think you were saying earlier that it gives you that flexibility and that range to sort of, you know, just experiment and try some other things and yeah. go that route. Yeah. I mean, it, I wouldn't say that we ever planned to do it that way, but there's enough trust like within like the band that if someone feels like the impulsive need to go on a tangent, that the safety net's going to be there behind them. Right. No matter what, you know, because like we're all enjoying it at the same time, you know, and like whatever's happening is always good. And there's always a way out. Like we know the way out. All the <laughs> yeah, time. We have the <laughs> endings. <laughs> Yeah. It's all good, you know. It's just like, oh, oh, Cancion's, he's getting his rocks off right now. Do a little hand gesture, and we're just yeah. like, we got you, bro. Like, keep on, keep, keep on. Loop, loop. And we spend a lot of time sort of each in in the live setting, I think, like each taking the wheel for a little bit and saying, like, you know, let's stay here or let's move it into this next, you know, section. And, and But we always know how it's going to end, so it's a matter of having fun in between the bookends. You know? <laughs> Got it. But let's do this. Uh, let's put Medley on the spot. We're going to play a song from by Dr. King. We'll see if he actually knows the title of it. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. We'll we're give gonna, you multiple choice. <laughs> we're going to follow it with a track from the band's brand new release. And Ooh. I'm going to try and sneak something in here, uh, which will see if we can draw us into talking about Cancion, your... Um, musical history and your origin story for the band and your influences. And so I'm going to take a wild guess here to see if this guy we're going to end this set with is might be one of your guitar heroes. We'll see. Okay. All right. Can't wait. You're listening to the road now on radio free Brooklyn. And this is Zocter King.
you I thought I must have dreamed you up Tender Heart by Alejandro Escovedo, and I struck out swinging there. (laughs) (laughs) From his 2010 album, Street Songs of Love. So I was hoping, wondering whether he might be somewhat of an influence for uh, Cancion. Turns out I was wrong, but that's okay. It's a cool song, though, and he's a great artist. Yeah. Uh, Before that, we heard the first single that the band released off their recent EP, which was Stone for Stone. The song was Low. And then, Medley, the song we heard by Zocter King. Seen a ghost. <laughs> Seen a ghost. Uh, just, we're, we're, we're kind of making fun of that. Medley also plays drums uh, in, a, in a band we all love as well, and that they're called uh, Zocter King. So those dates for the residency just uh, are October 8th. Yes. And uh, then November. November Second Tuesday in November. Let me see here. Exactly. I don't November twelfth. November twelfth, and, and then December. December tenth. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. And if you don't want to remember all of those, what you should remember is going to cancionfranklin dot com, uh, which will take you to all sorts of links for the band's music, uh, for reviews, for show updates, uh, background bio, all sorts of of things. Uh, so you don't have to try and scribble all those all those dates down. But again, just just to remind you, when I was out at at the the band's gig this month, it seems like so long ago because I was just doing some traveling. Um, there were lots of people there. The sound was great, and there's just a cool vibe in the room. Uh, and I think after just talking with the band as well, they're very aware of the of where they are and uh, who their audience is, and they're tailoring it to reach that audience. So fresh. Keep it fresh. Fresh. <laughs> fresh. <laughs> so can we just kind of touch on something that, uh, Medley, you were, you were talking about? Where does that trust, like how did, how did that develop? That's just through a question of knowing the professionalism of the, your bandmates or? I would say so, yeah. Trusting I mean, the professionalism at least, yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And because you don't always know what's going to happen and, and – someone might throw something into the mix that's none of us have ever heard before. And so it's that assumption that everyone's going to be along for the ride, you know, it's definitely time spent together too. I mean, we've been together three years and we've gigged consistently during that time. So we know each other well. And I think there's no replacement for that kind of synergy. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did not have it in the same regard. When we first started, there was, the foundation of that, which is what you two are talking about, but I just think taking that and putting in the time, we've recorded two EPs, we've done a little bit of touring together, Teddy and I drove 16 hours to Nashville <laughs> in a straight shot once, you know oh. what I mean? That all helps too. It, it, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So how, 
But what's, what's this sort of the origin story then of, of the band? Because you released an EP in 2015. Yeah. And then these gentlemen were involved with you for the release in 2017 and totally. then onward. Talk about it, fam. Well, so I've actually known Medley for almost 10 years. I uh, came to the East Coast. Decade. Yeah. Yeah. I, I met you when I was 17, 17 for the first okay. time. I went to visit uh, Rutgers University. Barely legal. Yeah. <laughs> at 17, and I... <laughs> We're all drinking on that one. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I went to visit Rutgers when I was 17, and I walked by a building, and I heard a band, and I walked in, and I was like, if I come back for school in the fall... I'd love to audition. And they were like, yeah, sure. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. And I yeah. actually did come back. That was and my do cover that. band. Yeah. It was a cover band. We did like, uh, all types of R and B, a little bit of hip hop. can't see sucked at it. Yeah. And I was terrible. <laughs> he was terrible. And which, at which part? I was like the eldest the of the group. I, I, I would hit, a, I would hit a note like every 16 bars. <laughs> just <laughs> wham. But it was cool. Cause he filled the spot. You know, we had a guitarist, right? That's what we needed, you know? And he just came in. He was, I saw, I saw the honesty and like literally like Cancion showed up every time. Not a problem. He was there to play guitar every time. Yeah. yeah. So that's when I met him. And then I always assumed after I, I moved to the city shortly thereafter, I dropped out of school. And after seeing Jeff Beck, I was like, I, I got to practice here. Um, and I, uh, I moved to the city. I did my own thing as a singer songwriter. You know, I was a subway musician for a while, just doing the acoustic writing songs. The 2015 EP I recorded in my side room in, in Bed-Stuy at the time uh, with like a little eight track just to get something up and out mm -hmm. so I could book shows. And once I, I started trying to put a band together, but it, it takes a while to find the right people. Teddy actually came in as a sub for somebody else that was playing bass for me at the time. And he loved the music, and the other guy didn't really have a passion for the music. So immediately, and he's a great musician, so I was like, well, this is the guy for the job. So Teddy started you, playing. Dear. Yeah. Oh, easy choice. Uh, and then, yeah, I always assumed Medley would be super busy because he's one of the best drummers I've ever met. Thank you. And uh, But I, I reached out to him because the guy I was working with dropped out, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to. You know, I hadn't seen him for probably four or five years at that point. And, he, you know, we all got together in the room and it was like, all right, this is something. It's yeah. one of those things, the first time we played together, it sort of felt right. You know, for the first time there was a cohesion yeah. to everything yeah. that was happening. Yeah, I, 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 I can imagine, uh, Kenzion, from your perspective, that w when Teddy brings his passion for the music that he's just heard, you know, to you, you're probably like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, New York and probably the music business in general is filled with a certain amount of, of jaded people <laughs> who kind of just do their thing, but they don't really like, they don't have a love, they don't have a, a real love for it, like a real joy. A lot of the time, the city kind of grinds that out of people, but Facts. these two gentlemen have always held on to that and I mean, that's, you know, going back to the trust thing, it's like, these guys love my songwriting. Mm -hmm. These guys, guys are my first song, fans. Yeah. 
Yeah. For real. So they bring that joy and love of the song to what they're doing for it. And that really, you know, from my perspective as the band leader, that really is all the trust I need. Right. Has that, uh, let me see if I can phrase this properly. Has that meant then that sometimes the songs have started to go off in different directions than what you originally felt or thought that they would have gone? Because now you're playing with people who love the music, love your songwriting and have a passion for it. And that probably says, Oh, like we were talking earlier about, about lyrics. Yeah. Right. You know, like it's not just about one thing. It's open to interpretation. And, and now Teddy brings his interpretation and Medley adds his interpretation to the mix. And all of a sudden you're off in a different direction than what you originally thought. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I do write the songs, but these guys help me arrange them and create the sound has as much to do with these guys as it does to do with, with me. I have sometimes certain preferences for what I want, but what I also want is for these two guys to bring their their knowledge to the sound and their you know aesthetic. I want to hear what medley sounds like. I don't want to put him in a box and make him play a beat that I thought of. I don't know how to play the drums, so I want him to play something that makes you know and, and Teddy as well something that makes them excited to pick up their instrument. Got it. Yeah, and I think it's it helps too that we have such a um you know, a vast spread as far as our, our uh influences and musical backgrounds and you know and, and Tancion coming from the songwriting and you know, I was a jazz student, you know, and um so we all have, have uh you know, different approaches to offer to the same you know, and Cancion brings them in at the perfect stage really to uh, that allows us to try what we're feeling and whatever. And he might say more like this or more like that, but, um, you know, he, he, again, back to the trust, he, he is willing to see at least, you know, at first, uh, what any, what either of us might do. You right. Know, and so it starts at the, at, at a good place, you know, when he first brings the song into the room to sort of see what happens. Cool. I would like to play uh, a brand new song uh, by an artist out of Chicago uh, called Ooh. Kid Bear. And then awesome. I'm going to follow it up with, uh, I still want to talk about Americana, but I want to talk about that before we play your song American. And that's what we're going to Kid Bear. Close out with, yeah. The, the artist is named Kid Bear. So I like that. W- while we're in the studio here, the guys are enjoying beer. I'm uh, drinking water. But... Uh, Radio Free Brooklyn is very pleased to announce that we are sponsored by MeBottle.com. Um, so MeBottle will clean the water that you drink. So, okay. which is, I think, kind of cool. Gives you uh, 60 seconds to clean the water that you put in the bottle. Uh, UVC LED technology. So I like it. Oh, the bottle cleans the water? That's, That's pretty cool. Oh, very, very cool. Very very cool. So uh, if you go to mebottle.com, you can find out much more uh, about that product. And maybe you want to do it while you're listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is All the News with Kid Bear. Cry. 
You are listening to the Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. My, my, my by Cancion and the Family Band. Yes. So we're not going with Cancion Franklin and the Family Band. We can go with what, uh, all of the above, honestly. You know, we're not a, you know, it's not the most consistent branding in the world, but, you know, Cancion Franklin, if you look that up, you will find the Family Band. So there you go. I think the thing is, though, is just come to the show and experience the music live and then they can call you whatever they want, right? Exactly. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And before that, we heard a brand new release by Kid Bear, who is out of Chicago. Their song, his song, All the News, that was released on September 6th. And you can find out more about his music at kidbear.com. Uh, just while I have your attention, I'd just like to tell you about the New Orleans Musicians Clinic. Uh, they provide medical care to musicians and performing artists in the city of New Orleans. Not sure if you guys have That's toured dope. down through New Orleans. I've been there a couple times. All right. Uh, they offer occupational and comprehensive health services for musicians, performers, cultural workers, and tradition bearers of New Orleans. So um, I think that's all those traditions are something we need to, to keep going. They provide these services regardless of insurance status or ability to pay. Please find out more information and how you can support the roots of all music at neworleansmusiciansclinic.org. So it's just kind of a good segue into the whole bit of like, we play Americana. And yeah. I, I, I think, do you get a lot of pushback from people when you say that you guys play Americana? Uh, well, I think. No, just me. No, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, like, I somebody was somebody came to the show the other day and then we were hanging out and he was like, what what would you say the genre of your music was? And I'm like, I don't really know specifically. I usually just tell people we play everything from classic country to blues rock, everything in between. Right. Uh, I think Americana. It's not quite the right word because it has a connotation of a of a guy in a denim shirt with an acoustic guitar, uh, which is not necessarily the def- definition of what it is, but. I don't think it's a good way to describe to somebody what we do. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I, I did look up the definition, and okay. it's 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 pretty extensive. Bing, bing, and, bing. And, and then, but then, when you go by the definition, you guys meet it like spot on by saying, you know, and especially because what do you say? You want to play the best Americana music possible, yeah, and pay the rent. Um, <laughs> But so contemporary music that incorporates elements of various, mostly acoustic, American root-style music, including country, roots, rock, folk, gospel, and bluegrass. Right? Yeah. So Sounds like we're Americana. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah <laughs> it, exactly. Right? So it just seems, uh, I, I think you probably would get some pushback from people to say if you were like, we're going to play Americana, and you're like, get out of town. And you're like, no, no, no. If you, I think, do a bit of studying that you actually you're an Americana band. That is actually true, but I think the you know somebody who has not read that definition <laughs> would not know that we're American. I actually didn't know that we played Americana until somebody told me. They were like, "This is what Americana means. You're an Americana band in actuality." Message, but I, but I don't think it's necessarily a good way to describe us. To somebody who hasn't studied Americana. Right. And it's that definition also says mostly acoustic and we don't play acoustic music. 
That's for sure. Never. Uh, you if know, I it's have all about the room. It's, it's like, you know, okay, we haven't necessarily been in that situation. We've never played but acoustic. We're totally prepared to do so. We could if we needed to, absolutely. We could do a good show like that, but I just prefer electric guitar, so... Yeah. 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 Well, and and I think the electric guitar seems to love you when <laughs> when when you're playing it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I you know again from you know a couple of the opportunities to to see you that that there that seems to be a mutual love affair, which I should hope certainly hope that it that it should be. I'm I yeah the guitar is it's the most amazing feeling and to be able to uh, play with these guys who kind of they let me jump off the cliff. And they're there to catch me. And I can completely, I completely lose it on stage. I'm not, yeah. I'm really, there's no part of me that's really there anymore. These guys just yeah. are able to, Go ahead, bro. you Go know, blind. just let it. Yeah. Okay. So, you, so wait, are, are you guys on top of the cliff when he jumps and then you race down to get him or are you already on the bottom? when nah, he jumps? Man, no, we're, we're his wings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like go ahead and jump we for the parachute. You. you know, yeah. And I need one. All and of I the above, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wings like Red Bull to be able That's to right, to man. get them down there. Yeah. So we give Cancion wings. <laughs> you do, you do. You're the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> so again, I I really want to stress to people um, that to get out and go see the band play live. They're they're tons of fun. Uh, I. Again, we'll stress that if you go to the 11th Street Bar, I'm, I have to sort of say this, like not to dissuade people because it's going to be packed, but I think it's a very cool environment to go appreciate music. I agree. Right. 100%. Yeah. I mean, those guys at that bar are the best people I've worked for in New York as, in that capacity. I mean, everything that we've put into that bar, they've given right back to us. Yeah. And they really pay attention with their programming. Uh, you can go there any night of the week and you will hear good music. They really care about that. They don't book too many bands. Uh, so, and, and they pay a lot of attention. The owner is a musician. He's in the East River Bandits. So he really thinks about how to make the sound the best possible and how to make it a, a comfortable night. And he has that perspective. Right. Because he wants the music presented properly exactly. and so that people appreciate it, yes. not just getting you in 40 minute set, get somebody else in and. Who knows exactly. what follows afterwards. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so, but I say that balance between saying to people like, yeah, you want to go because it's a great environment, but go early because there's going to be lots of people there. <laughs> yeah. Grab, there's plenty of tables there's, and stuff. Yep. Just grab a table. Uh, we usually start around nine. So if you get there at 830, grab a round of drinks, yeah. have a seat. I think that's the perfect way to go. Free entry. So. It's New York, yeah. you know, it's everyone's a fun place got something to, to do. Right. Yeah. People peace out, people come in, you know, people there, because like 11th Street Bar is lit. Yeah. It's lit. <laughs> like it's good. And then it when is. we go there, it's just like, oh, yes. Can't see anyone's playing tonight. <laughs> We're having fun too. We just happen to be the ones playing. Yeah, you know, exactly. But it's exactly. super facts. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are perfectly okay with people coming up to you and saying like, hey, I enjoyed that. Mm. Yeah, please yeah. do. Yeah, please yeah. do. Because I mean like, we're out there trying to do our job. You know, like, honestly, people dream to do this, you know, have a residency somewhere and be playing and like, you know, music always starts as a hobby and people want to make it their job and it's hard to make it your job. It is indeed. You know, and like, you know, so when people tell me that I did a good job behind the drums, that they enjoyed the time that they came out to spend with us, that means a lot. Yeah. You know, it means and it's very yeah. encouraging to like 
make us do it again, you know, and work harder so that we're better, hoping that that same person comes back. And brings friends. Yeah, and your friends. (laughs) And your mom. You know? So let's close out with American, which is from the recent release, Stoned for Stone. Uh, We're going to send people as well to cancionfranklin.com to get all of the current information on the band and stay up to date on those dates for the residency and future. You guys were talking tour, so let's when that happens, we'll get people out of town up to date. And then we're going to follow it with a brand new release by actually a classic country artist uh, whose new album is coming out next month. And that is going to be Karen and the Sorrows. So you have been listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. We've been visiting with Cancion and the family band. Please stay tuned for Everybody Plays the Fool with Shane. Catch you on the flip side.
Frame, but something.